Hello, hello everyone. Thank you very much for tuning into my podcast. Today I have conversation with PK, uh, someone that I'm uh, just very shortly launching a new project, what is really, really exciting. And someone I will work very closely now after 29th of uh, January when we are relocating to Queensland and it's uh, absolutely amazing opportunity for us to go deeper into what we experience with our clients of what actually we notice in the world and funny enough we had this uh, great last one or two years together and we notice very similar things and that's why we decided to do a little bit of more research and tap into the space that is not very uh, common yet in the leadership space and uh, we are bringing the overview and experiences through four-dimensional leadership and we will talk about that a little bit more in the next few episodes but today I would love to welcome PK and I would love to start our first conversation about this topic that means yeah uh, let's go into that and thank you very much for listening. I thought today will be great if you can start just to give maybe some kind of maybe not just personal opinion but a real real experience that we have with clients from perspective of what is going on for them what is going on for these high highly successful people you know you hit your 40s or maybe 50s sometimes and you just realize that actually you have great job or you have great position you're quite successful you have kind of everything what you want but still there's something like oh my god I'm not where I wanted to be or I don't feel that way or you know what I supposed to feel and, and there's something missing mm. what do you observe what is what is what do you think is a lot of like a challenges that you hear every day there's probably a couple of categories yeah one is um successful people who get to a place and uh you know I have got a great career I don't have any money worries I'm um I'm where I need to be personally so why is it that i feel so awful right so that's uh that's the inability to to, to describe the an, an emptiness or an internal an internal experience like that yeah this is inconsistent with what i thought the vision was um that's one one category definitely where, where there's definitely something missing and it's a level of fulfillment about uh I, i've given so much to success and uh, why do I feel so awful? Yeah, it's almost like the loss of that passion and drive, joy, everything is gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what used to be, what used to satisfy doesn't satisfy anymore. That, yeah. That's that's uh, definitely one group. The other group are um, maybe those people who are aware of the sacrifice. And some people, you know, for the success of sacrifice, marriage, family health uh and maybe now there's some deeper prices being acknowledged that i see out there i think people are uh starting to realize they they've, they've perhaps overdone it they've paid too much uh, the, the, that uh you know they the very fabric of who they are is in question why why have i done this why, why did i do that why am i so lonely and uh, that's because you've got to give a lot to be successful at most things, right? 
And that's fair enough. There's no doubt about that. Uh, the other thing I want to say is that I believe you can be successful, and I mean truly successful, and still have um, a life that represents fulfillment and happiness. And, and uh, Absolutely. Uh, uh, I won't say balance. Not sure about balance, right? But um, equilibrium is probably a word I would I would use. Where uh, what I see, and I don't know if you want me to just hit this one out the at the at the gate for you, but <laughs> um, people who are successful are generally also in the leadership department. Which I don't. I I think that's something we both yeah. can say. Successful people lead, and uh, successful leaders give a lot, have to, I think, in this time. And that whole model of leadership is under a lot of review right now, a lot of change, a lot of disruption. And I think that a lot of people that I'm working with, the reason they're selecting to work with a coach is because they're looking for integration, uh, they're they're looking for healing. That's uh, that's a that's an odd word to use, but they they're looking for a way to bridge some gaps between their meaning driven environment and um, their um, you know fiscal financial driven yeah. environment. And there's a gap there. There's a void that ha that that has caused grief and yeah. continues to cause grief. And in fact, some some you know, for some people listening to this to this recording today, they'd be aware that uh, there are very specific behaviours around <laughs> you know leaders, yeah. and there's very specific uh, things like sacrifice, and often leaders don't take care of themselves enough, um, and and that's a problem, and, that, and what I'm seeing now is how much pressure leaders are under yeah. and the inability to, not inability, that would be incorrect, the, and not attending to, 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 the, to their full self. And I'm saying that as being a bit of a, a really, uh, I'm seeing more of that. I'm getting calls from people who would never have in a million years deal with a coach. A coach, what? I need someone to come and say, Good on you, mate. You know, no, that's probably. <laughs> but I think, yeah, it's also yeah, right. changing, right? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, I'm getting calls from people who, who thought that's what coaching was, mm. wanting a hand, um, because they've come into contact with, um, dare I say it, a level of brokenness that they've identified in themselves. And when you get to that space, this is very, very interesting. I, you know, I've been around the coaching scene for a little while now. Uh, and in my experience, I, I, I'm seeing a real uh, trend that maybe I didn't see before, which is leaders who are actively coming out wanting more from their experience as a person yeah. and want to incorporate that into how they define success. So they don't just want to be you know, wealthy or well-known or, or very good at something. They also want to have better relationships. They want to have better relationships with themselves, right? and then, and, and so there's a growth in an area, yeah, that's been dormant for some time. Yeah, you so said that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, you said a lot of things. I will try to get back because there was there was sure, a sorry. 
They were all, that's all gold. And I'm like, okay, uh, where to start? Let me out the gate. I love, I love what you said that, uh, yeah, people feel there's something missing. And I often hear something like, I, I just feel like I lost my mojo. I, I feel yeah. like I lost my passion. And like, I feel like I should know that this is great. I'm successful, but I can't see it. I mean, this is also, I feel like there's that, a redefining success itself because they thought before is the definition of success is well from from perspective of finance right like finance position having businesses opening up businesses all these movement and, and traveling and like it, it was all kind of environmental right like it's outside external but mm-hmm. now they realize there is no connection there is no real relationship there is not actually great relationship even with their partners or even in team, like it's, they have a great team. They always said, ah, oh, my team is great. But when you look deeper and you're going actually to the company, you see it's totally disconnected. It's actually not real. And I think just having that ability to don't feel lonely and don't feel like you're not successful, I think you need to gr- gain again that connection with yourself. And, and mm-hmm. that's what you said as well, like being connected to yourself and others on totally new level. To me, like that's absolutely, absolutely a higher level where we really understand and accept and uh, removing attachments probably from, you know, I want finance, I want wealth, I want this and start to look at what we are embodying. And I think that's that's all what we are missing. I feel like that that highly driven, busy life, it's basically just about doing and having, doing, doing, doing more and have more yeah. and doing more. And it's yeah. the bubble. And not, that- not a lot of being. Yeah, and, and you realize that you're in bubble, you're in, in cycle and you can't break it because you don't know how. You don't know how to get out of that because it becomes habitual behavior, habitual thoughts, habitual emotions. And yeah, I feel like it's really hard for a lot of people even just when, when you ask ask them, what do you actually want? And they say, I don't know. And they start to talk about other people and company or something else. And when you ask them again, what do you want for yourself? They don't know. Yes. And again, they start to talk about yes. kids, a company, money, and uh, goals. It's like, no, no, no. What do you want for yourself? What, what do you want to feel? It's like, I don't know. And yes. you're looking at a person who is totally there for everyone else, but totally zero for themselves. Like they right. just don't, they're not there for themselves. And that's so sad because that will catch up on you, I believe. I think that's... We experienced that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I think that um, the lessons learned this, particularly the, the last comments have been about my studying and seeing leadership in other space and wanting to understand what creates that gap, personally. Uh, in, in that, I believe that there is a lot of successful people who are carrying a a level of uh, emptiness, either acknowledged or unacknowledged, and it makes them very unhappy. Mm -hmm. There's all the burden as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's more to it than that. Uh, And I I, I don't don't want to jump too far ahead, but certainly I see it a lot in, you know, um, is this it? Is this all there is? Like, you know, how, how you get to a place uh, where you you should be by rights. Yeah. Delighted. But 
the external frame of reference only goes so far, right? Because we're also creatures of connection. Yeah. And that part of us gets swept away, hidden, uh, very early in life, I believe, right? And we can talk about that maybe a bit later. But um, I think what happens is that some something has gone on that creates this this, this vacuum, which is the best way I could describe it for me. I felt yeah. like it was a massive vacuum. Yeah. And a massive disconnect between where I thought I was and where I actually was, right? And I, and I, and I wow, that, that was a tough uh, thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm in the business of, of development. I'm in the business of growth. And, and, and it was such a smack in the face. Yeah. Right? So here's what I think. I think there are a lot of people out there who are successful who either acknowledge or unacknowledged that there's something very much missing. And the, I would say, unacknowledged or but the subconscious, I don't really want to recognize what this is because there's a hell of a lot of responsibility yeah. I, would, I would have to commit to to, for, to fill myself, right? And, and I, that's something I yes. see a lot of. It's easier for me to go out and be successful, buy another company, build another business, you know, run my team. It's easier for me to go and do that than to perhaps accept responsibility that I'm not where I could be yeah. and, and I need help uh, and I need to grow. Yeah. And, and um, I had a client said, mate, I, I read 50 books a year. And I, and I said, okay, what kind of books? <laughs> you know? And they were all books about finance, tax, and um, yep. you know, you know, uh, uh, strategies for success. And it's said, have you your mind. Just to uh, you know, uh, how to be happy. Yeah. And, oh, how to be happy? You know, what, how ridiculous. You know? <laughs> As it really? Oh, well, why are you so sad then? Hmm. And um, yeah, so growth becoming a slap in the face. Why are you so sad to a successful client? Can you imagine what his answer could have been? Wow. Oh. Right? Yeah. I I'm, not, I'm not sad. But, of course, you know, yeah. Right. So it's a hard thing to face. So I think that's um, the lay of the land is that there are people walking around. I'm, I'm going to say that I language this as sort of holes in their souls a little bit holes in their, in their completeness where success is uh, outwardly acknowledged and everyone digs it. Everyone digs it. Yeah. Oh, you're so successful. Must be great to be you. And boy, it's, that's like, you know, broken glass in, in the, in the, yeah. In the, yeah. You know, that is actually something you, you touched on that I love when you said uh, that people read the books, you know, and that's all financial and it's all again, data and knowledge. And what yeah. we are, we are living in, to me, it's like almost like an age, not just just digital age, but we we are in information age. That means we actually we are just gaining information and we are learning from from childhood, right? And right. all we learn from childhood, when I'm not talking about relationship with parents and all emotional stuff, but I'm talking about schools, right? Like it wasn't really practical. It was just books, 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 and practice your one plus one is two, you know, all the time. Yeah. And yeah. And again, later on high school, later on university, again, so much knowledge and we we gaining data. Now we are on Google and we Google stuff and, and we go for courses. We have so many online courses and I feel like 
we don't need more knowledge because that's feeding that one side that actually makes yeah. us more and more unhappy and disconnected from ourselves. So that means sure. what we did, all the mindset stuff and all mind and, and all mind was just intellect, right? And I know it's important and I know all highly successful people, they are very smart in, intellectually, like, yeah, they're on a higher level. That's why they are more disconnected than any other person because- right. Someone who works part-time job is not disconnected because they have time to go smell the nature and they take care oh. of their feminine energy, I would say, if you can go to masculine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the intellect is fully masculine. A lot of women leaders going to the leadership, fully masculine energy. That means fully just having education, being smart, doing the plans, doing agenda, doing these, doing, it's all kind of, it's practical. Yeah. It's knowledge, it's data. And it's all data-driven and KPI-driven. And I understand that's the part of the business. But when the part of the business and leadership missing that feminine energy and that feminine side, what is creation, gut feeling, you know, decision-making mm. based on values, who I am, who we are as a team. If that is missing from the business, the business is going to fail or is going to create burnout and exhaustion and busy yes. people and more busy people and more control and more fear and because it's all numbers you know when numbers don't see yeah. it, oh, i feel really bad about that and yeah. i look at the bank and it's like oh my god i feel bad about that i need to scream at my team or i need to talk about that why you know we don't talk about the feminine side or the feminine energy now just for people they don't know that masculine feminine doesn't mean that masculine is man and feminine is woman it means yeah. energy not yeah energy. yeah and uh, I I was so disconnected. I, I'm sure you were so disconnected from that feminine, right? <laughs> like it was yeah. nothing was about feelings. Everything was about oh my god, I need to do 20 cells today. I need to do 100 calls. I need to do this. I need to call my team. I need to sit down and we need to figure out the strategy, strategy, strategy all the time. And it became normal. All business coaches were doing the strategy, mm. and it's so easy on one side. Like that's that's sure. the comfort because we. Yeah. Formula. Intellect. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. comfortable. Let's teach someone something. And all coaches became teachers. But we don't need the, the, the leaders, are high, highly already successful people, they don't need someone to teach them something. They need to heal. They need to correct to themselves. They need to integrate all those feminine sides of themselves. And yeah, I feel like that's kind of like a big, big theme of how we actually get here how we how we end up like this because i know we talk about a, uh, a lot about the after covid you know what happened now what ha what is happening in uh in economy right like how we are pushed to be in stress all the time and yeah. that description of how our nervous system re really never have a break or last right. is never never have really break and I thought that's actually good explanation probably for people that are still on that cognitive intellectual side. Sure. Do, do you have like your explanation of that? Like what, why or what that pressure, how that pressure came up? What, what is that like cause of that? The cause of the pressure is that um, there is a demand for our attention, right? Um, that if the, the, purveyors of those demands had their way we we would we would be um uh giving our attention to something 24 7 right so um 
There's a couple of things if I could add. Just give me, a, if you give me a wee minute, I'll, I'll just add a few quick observations, and then then I think I can answer that even more fully if that's okay with you. But um, it seems to me, as I look around, um, I can walk into a cafe, a restaurant, even, um, and uh, sit down uh, and have a look around. What I'm going to find is a greater majority of the people on their phone. <laughs> Absolutely. In a group. In a social social setting. And, and people got their phone out. Right? And I'm not having a crack at that at all. I'm, I'm <laughs> as everyone else. Right? But, uh, but what I'm saying is, is that there's more competition for your attention than ever before. Right? And we're the most time poor of our species ever. There is more stuff going on, and, and because that's, let, let me just say that I feel that uh, we are being bombarded. Um, uh, death, we're being bombarded and victimised and dictated to and cajoled and harassed uh, into what makes uh, happy. You'll be happy when you've got one of these, or you'll be happy when you've got this. And, uh, are you tired of cleaning your floor? That, that, that one cracks me up every time I pass a... The images of it, yeah. yeah. The imagery of, of yeah. you'll yeah. be happy when. And so we're constantly being dictated to about what is and what isn't good, happy, sad, um, whatever the programming that is being designed to achieve, right? And so that almost seems by proxy inescapable if you put one of these things in your in your in your pocket right <laughs> then, then you're being pursued yeah right and so that's that's right there and, and i think most people go oh yeah yeah well, i suppose i get that and that's how subtle it is right um so you have that and so now think about um, what is what what is success then? So our version of success is being dictated to by popular culture, by uh, a, an array of things that we read and consume and take on board, right? Constantly, not just the TV and not because you can, you know, all yeah. those things can be filtered out. But everywhere you look, there is a there is a very version of this is what it looks like when you're wearing these clothes driving this car living in this suburb doing this thing or um, when, when you'll be the envy of all your friends when you do this thing and that so we are constantly under siege is the best way I can say it as to what we should be yeah and, and who we should be and that's the problem yeah and that's the problem that's the problem right? and um undoing all of that is the next step because all of the bombardment is about and, I, and you said it beautifully before earlier it's about the external stuff and if we are concentrating polis bolus yeah um on moving forward you know one of my clients if it took me through your day and you know, he was up early, uh, off to gym, uh, doing reading, 
uh, reading, you know, preparing all his emails. Uh, and, and this was before seven o'clock in the morning. Man, right? So from from the time he got out of bed to breakfast time, was completely absorbed in the preparation of success for the day. Yeah. By a pre pre-organized version of what that looked like. He was going to have this meeting, you know, uh, he was going to do these things. And the reason why he was doing that was that was connected to some goals that, you know, have been in train for three months. And and, and so every spare working minute, um, and, and, and I'm not having a go at that. I'm, I'm you know, I'm like that myself in some ways, right? But every spare working moment was about the outcome, about the results and the goals and the plans. And then I said, okay, great. That sounds like a, lot, a good day, powerful day. Well done, right? And then what? And then um, at the end of every day, spends another hour or so reviewing the actions of that day and assessing how he went hmm. and doing you know, a form of after action report. And I thought, oh, okay, well, that's not a bad idea, but it's now seven o'clock at night. So you've been up... Um, 14 hours or so in a 24-hour day and completely devoted it to work and success. And I said, so um, um, uh, relationships, marriage, what? Oh, no, 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 my, my, uh, my current girlfriend understands. Um, <laughs> really? Okay. That's great, believe. How's that going? How's that going? Oh, well, you know, uh, it's got its challenges, it's got its moments. And the total non-commitment of that explained a few things to me. Because, you know, I think I've been there myself, right? There, where you think uh, everyone understands why you're doing what you're doing, working a 14-hour day. Now, I haven't finished yet because um, this particular client also then goes and uh, reads, uh, has something to eat and reads, and, and is then in bed at 8.30. And that is uh, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, yeah. repeat. Okay. Now, if you were to ask me, tell me about your client and what he's like, I've got to tell you, one of the most successful people you'll ever meet, delightful person. Um, but if I say to you that we are creatures that are, if I can just get into this meet with you, and I think this kind of answers some of the, some of the things that, why someone would be listening to this podcast right now. We operate as creatures on, I think, four very distinct levels. I think we are definitely creatures of, of thought. Right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're, and, yeah. and can I say, uh, I'll say intelligence is a very, you know, we, we have an intellectual part of us and it's not just intellect, but it's, it's also thinking and, and it's the, the ability to reason and read and, 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 yeah. All of the grey matter stuff, I think that's very much what part of that. Then I think we're creatures definitely of connection. We're emotional creatures. We make decisions based on emotions. Yeah, absolutely. All the people out there who say, well, no, it's actually, no, sorry, I tell you, we're definitely creatures of, of emotion. And it seems crazy to me that a, in a dictionary that that can tell you about four or five thousand different emotions. Most of us live through about four in our lifetime, maybe yeah. six if we're, if, you know, happy, sad, angry, yeah. uh, cranky, uh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> Just to name a few, right? Uh -huh. um, 
which seems sad in, in a world where there are such, such great emotions and, and uh, connections, let's talk about connections to have. And then we're creatures of the physical realm too. You know, we, we, we have physical bodies, we have experiences that we can take on board, we, we can connect with each other physically, all, all this kind of stuff, this, this great mechanical device uh, that we roll around the planet in. And then I think we're also creatures of spirit. I think there's a soulful journey that we all have. How many times have I had to struggle with the idea of soulmate? Like, a what? <laughs> a soulmate? Soul? And I've come to the conclusion that we're definitely creatures of that fourth dimension as well. Here's the thing. If you only spend your time, as my client does, in one of those dimensions, his intellect and, 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 and the will to win, and I admire it, don't get me wrong, he's a beautiful guy, I love having him as my client, and, and we have a great working relationship. But what I see in him is um, this massive flatness in three other realms of his experience as a human being. And it is now that he's becoming aware of it. He's just getting into that age where he's starting to see life differently. He's 38, he's 38, he's starting to, to develop differently. And he's become aware. The awareness is a bitch, right? That's just a, a bleep that out later. Um, no, it's okay. It's it, 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 it truly is. It is. It's a bitch. It's a horrible thing, right? Because all of a sudden, can you imagine this poor You see death? things. You see yourself. It's almost like... Yeah. You're vulnerable, right? Like you, you are naked. You're staying there in front of you, right. and you see yourself like, "Oh, this is me." That that was not me. What I thought. I've I been had. thinking I've been this person <laughs> this entire time, and all of a sudden, oh my god! It's like, um, and he described it to me this way, and it's kind of an experience I think I could really relate to. He said, "It's like realizing that you're walking around your living room naked." Yeah. And then someone turns the light on and then everybody you know is in the room with you, right? <laughs> and there's that level of vulnerability, right? And, and that's what caused him to seek a coach. He got to that space where all of a sudden some lights went on about his life. Yeah. And when we, and, and okay, that, that, that sounds hilarious. And, I, and I'm sure people see the funny side of that. But when we, when we sit down and we start talking about, um, his experience in this camp and, and, and what this means, the terrifying nature of his, of his loneliness and what this gap possibly means, because people see themselves, um, you see the way, you see the world the way you are, not the way it is, right? And so uh, that has, that can have a catastrophic ne negative effect, meaning that um, you see who you are and think this is it. There isn't any more. What more can there be? Right? And, and that's dangerous. That's that's yeah. when we're starting to get in a really dangerous place. You, and, you become, because you become very inflexible in, right. in, in your core. Yeah. Right. So uh, clients like that, I'm seeing more and more of. Mm. Because success, the external journey, the one dimension journey, um, you know, uh, there used to be, you know, you know, the wheel of life is such a yeah. such a thing I see all the time. Well, this is very much this. It's where we're we're doing great in one area of our life, and we've ignored the other parts of our lives as to almost believe they don't exist, and that's the that's the scary bit, right? Or put and, them on second second place, third place. Right. Yeah. Well, not even so, like you know, 
Um, I, I got told this by a client the other day. Um, I, I don't have emotions, Stephen. I don't feel them. Wow, really? Yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> Can you tell me what you're, what you're feeling right now? <laughs> uh, nothing. Don't know about that. And, and just through some prompting, um, feeling awfully sad uh, and depressed all the time to the point where that has now become normal, where the body exactly. just accepts this low level of pain and anxiety as a normal state of being, and I can then convince myself that I'm, that I'm okay and this is yep. great, and then guess what? That low level of anxiety and, and pain gets a little louder and a little louder, and that, that's becomes... when things become desperate when you know, you have these calamitous moments in, in your awareness, and all mm -hmm. of a sudden, it's like, what do I do now? Right? Yeah, that's it's almost sad. Like when I'm like hearing, because the state I was in as well when I was basically just driving with my intellect, and and that's that's what you describe your client. You know, four thirty a.m. wake up, having one hour meditation, uh, walk with dogs, going to gym, or doing some exercise reading the book, you know, everything happened before seven, eight, right? And after that, you start your day with clients and it's meeting after meeting or prospecting or doing other stuff, right? But it's mm -hmm. it's nonstop and it became so normal. And in that state, when I was attacked by other coaches, you need this, you need this, you need better strategies. I was only focusing on intellectual part. That means I was still trying cool. to get someone with better strategy and put more work on me and i was looking for better better re routines or rituals yeah. and and life becomes only about discipline it's just the one part of that and it's not even only intellectual it's almost like we just create new autopilot that means we, we kind of suck in all the stuff from environment what people told us to do that means we totally disregard who we are mm. we think they know better and we take everything what other people told us that this is good for us and we do it. And that really sometimes surprised me how I was blind as well. And I can see it in my clients that they just do things, you know, they, they wake up in the morning, jump to the cold plunge, doing this. I said, yeah, but the point is, is that for you? Because someone says that cold plunge works for him, doesn't need to work for you. It can work if it if it's working and you're getting benefits. Yes, okay. awesome. We, we, I I know you and I have had this this conversation yeah. before, right? And um, it's probably something I want to articulate with you right now. I think this could be really really helpful, right? Um, I think that some behaviors, some some things that we do in 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 the in routines. I think routines and rituals have a powerful effect in making you better. Yes, for sure. Oh yes, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, right. Right, I think they have a powerful effect yeah. on you. Absolutely, but, but there's, there's a, yeah, right. But there's a difference between an intellectual belief about if I do this, it'll be good for me and I'll be successful, as opposed to. So what I mean by, I think we were talking about gratitudes, right? Yeah, and, and yeah, that was the one. I, I got to tell you, the act of being grateful is a superpower. Absolutely. But I I also am aware that there was a time in my life, and I think in, in other people's lives as well, early, early, where um 
gratitude was just one of those things I needed to check off the list. Right. Oh, yes, yeah. I'll just, oh, right. hang on, look at the time. Where's my gratitude book? I'll just go in. Yeah. Where's gratitude? So I'm gratitude. And it was a, uh, a tick off the list. It was a function. It was one of the many things that I, oh, and I've yeah. got to do squats and bench presses today. Yeah, it's well. another you know, discipline. Was in that yeah. Right. It wasn't a belief task. of that. Task. Right. It, was, it a was a task. Yeah. Right. It was a task. It wasn't about the energy that that I create. Yes, absolutely. In the space that I create in my life for more, when I'm grateful for what I already have, and the ability to embrace that, even the shit stuff. Right. Sorry, bleep that out later. Right. Embrace the suck. Right. And take on board the shitty stuff that happens in life and be grateful for that too. And I really go, you know, thank you that that happened because here's what it's made me aware of. Yeah. Right. And the life altering transformation that gratitude brings, or it's a chore bordering on an addiction. I, I got it because it's mechanical and it right. needs to be energetical. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's either, so yeah, so it's, it's yeah. either, a, it's a to-do list. Or it's a deeply profound internal experience. But that's what I see. Um, in, in therein lies the difference between fulfillment yeah. and execution of a plan. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah? And the yeah. execution of a plan is the external thing. Uh, to be successful, you need to have a you know the depth that you know you know you need you need to have your tick the box, tick the box, tick yeah, the box, dopamine high, yeah. Right, and um, by the way. Sometimes you can't be successful without some of those things. Yeah, right? it's, it's always connected. It's it's all it's it's to make it that make that whole. Like you need to have the intellectual right. part, and, but you and need to have data part. Hold on, wholeness is the key. Right? Wholeness is the key. The the four levels of our experience of humanity have to be in play, not just one. One yeah. will lead you to desperation. I'm here to tell you, long term yeah. exhaustion. Absolutely. Yeah, and um. I, I've got, uh, I'll say they're acquaintances at this stage, but I have acquaintances of some very powerful, extremely successful people who keep coming back into my orbit, right? And uh, he goes, how's that coaching thing going? Brilliant. Yeah, it goes on. Yeah, it goes, um, and if, you know, one of these guys are just out of hand, you know, coaching for losers, right? And he still hard. He still firmly believes that in order to be successful, you have to suffer. That's really exhaustion. That that, that exhausting and tiredness. <laughs> well, that's you know his body's taken over. But that's yeah. not his brain speaking anymore, right? Yeah. He just feels it in his body so utterly. If you read the works of Joseph Spencer, right? He's he's he's. His body feels pain to be in business, mm. and it now recognizes that as a normal space. Wow! Right, and and yeah, we, he was. We were, I was talking about, um, uh, you know, ESIP. I was talk, talking about uh, critical alignment and how that works. And I, I said to him, you know, I haven't stepped into my office uh, to lead it in in months, maybe a year, right? And you know, I still have meetings and we, we, we do stuff, but I, I don't run the business anymore day to day. And he he was like, Well, that's not a business, that's a hobby. <laughs> right? Because 
in his mind. Oh, good luck to him. <laughs> good luck. Hey, yeah, yeah. In his in his mind, if you weren't, and and his words were, if your fist is not on the backs of your people, mm. egging them on and making sure they do the right thing, that's... most people won't do the right thing. Oh, that's really that's massive belief in a lot of lot of leadership. Wow, right. And so his his space is is very obvious. Yeah. Right. Uh, where where he's at, and the idea of healing is absurd to him. Um, even though he's the absolute, he, he'll he'll die of the stress that he carries. Yeah. He goes on holidays, right? And I don't know about you. I've, I've just come back from a couple of days retreat up in um, in the Sun Coast, right? And uh, I I did need to you uh, use the computer and 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 the phone, but I I scheduled to do one hour of calls and uh, 45 minutes of checking the emails uh, across the three days. That was it. And I'm happy to tell you, boy, was it great to have that thing turned on. Was it ever, you know? Um, For some people, that very notion of not having the phone switched on 24-7 and the the things in the ear ready to go when you're on holiday with your family, Hmm. Wow. Okay. So then, this this is how deep this is. Are we okay if I just just take you one more step? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So here is a father demonstrating to his family how life is conducted. Hmm. You go on holidays with the phone on, the earpiece in, the computer open, and you deal with that. You shout and get cranky and you you, you get upset with everyone because you're away trying to have a holiday and you're there and whilst I'm here trying to have a holiday, you're you're this is someone who's addicted to drama, they're they're addicted to um the, it's, the, it's external, the of, yeah external that they that shy away from the internal. Why would you go on holidays and not want to be with the people you cared about and not want to have a bit of time for you? Because it's somewhere in your belief system you've been programmed yeah. to say this this ain't cool. Yeah, it's a sense, it's that identity of like this right. is like sense of yeah, importance. Now, we, now we're getting yeah. somewhere, right? Now we're yeah. really getting somewhere. Yeah. And tell me what he's teaching his children. Well, that connections are not important, spending holidays is not important, relationships are not important. Yeah. Important is work, yeah. and hard work it's, is the solution for your success. This is it. This is how yeah. it's done. Yeah. Follow my example. Right? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. And 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 the the whole thing that blows my mind is, oh no, I want I want my kids to have a better life than I did. And so well, why aren't you showing them? That? Yeah, if you not that I'm sorry for everybody listening into this. I'm not judgmental. I'm just saying there's a question there. But if you don't show them, differ, yeah, you can't that, show them. They can't do it. Yeah, exactly. Because kids are learning through observation. They repeat Bible what cycle. you do. Here's yeah. the rules of the tribe. They will always do the same thing that you do. It's just, right. it's my, you know, when you look at your kids, when they're 14, 15, you're like, oh my God, my son or daughter is same as I. It's like, yeah, because they were observing you for 14 years. That's right. They will do the same thing. <laughs> and even if there's an experience of rebellion, they go away from that. Guess what? They're going to come back to it. Seen mm-hmm. it happen. Yeah. So it's the habit condition. Yeah, yeah. It's massive. So I think there's, there's success is doing some very crazy well, actually, that's incorrect. The pursuit of success is coming under change. 
coming under pressure. And I think people are starting to ask themselves, why is it that uh, I get to this space and this is all there is, this doesn't sound right. Yeah. And why am I conflicted and confused all the time? Because yeah. there are people, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm pointing out to you some extremes here, but there, I think most people want to be successful and then just get caught up. You know, it's, yeah, they, they get into cycle. I think that's, that's uh, first of all, it starts somewhere before they get into the Virgo business they are right now, right? It, they right. start somewhere. That means I feel like the whole investigation of what is the drive and drive is usually desire or fear when we, when we see people yeah, to be all the time busy they started somewhere before and they decide that they need to be busy because they need to avoid something they don't want to you know become right. become their dad or they don't want to you know have same experience that their parents they had or they don't want to have a problem with money because they had problem with money and they don't want to you know they felt really really uh, bad I guess burden because they were kids and they couldn't help you know they, they saw parents to, to suffer yeah. that means we yeah. take all these burdens now we're going through life and we realize that we are so busy we are so great we are so switched on we have great intellect great mind we work we feel like no one understand us everyone is slower even people in my team oh my god like why they can't have common sense why they can't do this oh my god it's so simple right like it's all this like you you create this monstrum and it's yeah. it's very it's very smart person, right? Yeah. Like smart person, but everyone else is not good enough, right? It's not good enough, it's not fast yeah. enough. Everyone else is kind of different, right? But the person can't see it because the person became, you know, uh the proof or the person had the proof of like I'm good, this is the way to do it, because you know, there's more money, there's more success, and but mm -hmm. but they push it, push it, push it, and they need to come to the burnout or they need to come to the point that oh my god, like this is not life. But I hope that some people will see themselves earlier, you know, not on the top, right. but now, yeah. and they can see there are some behavioral patterns or emotional patterns they can see, and they may demonstrate already. Because what I did with my clients, when that happens, for example, they're working with their business partner, for example, and the company grew from zero to like 5 million first year, you know, 20 million second year, it's, it's really growing fast. And they're busier and busier. They're hiring people in different countries and, and they they both very different. But what happens in the busyness, they get pissed off, you know, on each other because they don't understand each other. They they have different conditioning, they have different burdens, they want to do it a different way, they have different personality, right? D C energy, right? Imagine that, right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god, my business partner <laughs> all things all the time, it's not important. I'm just telling him, do it fast, you know. And, and you go and going and you look at the person is like, wow, okay, do you have a break on holidays? No, um, I, I need to do all the time something, right? And mm. you see that emptiness and that sadness of like how much they actually miss out on. And, and I'm not saying now only from that, you know, feelings and emotions and connections, but mm. they can't see their business. They can't see the gap. They can't see what actually they can do better. And what they do, they put themselves on this one line of being busy and fast but when they, what happens usually, I, I really push people to take step back and they're like, no one can't do it, you know, and we go through that and they actually take step back. And, and it's funny because there was these massive distinctions. Everybody thinks that success in, is, is in growth and improvement. That means it's, it's a movement. Yeah. But success and progress is in stillness. Yeah. 
and people can't see it because stillness means I'm stuck, right? Oh, I, I'm not moving. Or maybe I can go backwards. Sometimes going backwards is the is the growth, is the progress. Yeah. They can't see it. And I think that massive distinction that comes up on the sessions when they, they realize, oh my God, yeah, that's my belief. That's my program. That's my conditioning. Mover man is running away, running away from that burden I have. That means that's progress. I need more. I need to more achieve. I need to more see. I, I need to, you know, I need to go there. I need to have more money. But when they stop, they're like, oh my God, I didn't see it. This is what I didn't, I didn't see. Oh, I didn't see mm. how I communicate with my business partner. Mm. That's why he never does what I want him to do because he just kind mm. of, I didn't take time to explain. I didn't, didn't take time to think about actually how am I language that? What is my tone? What is what I'm saying to him? Oh my God, if he talks to me like that, I will be defensive. And, and sure. they can't see it. It's like so many little tiny things they couldn't see. And sometimes people realize that in that fast group, they think they're great leaders. Yes. But, and they, they are like, oh, I just want my team to be more responsible, take ownership, but but they telling them what to do. Correct. Non-stop. Isn't that funny? That uh, right? a team can't be responsible if you keep telling them what it is. And team became lazy. Team right. is not taking responsibility because you are always there. You are the responsible yeah. one. You're telling me what to do. You always make decisions. Wow. I'm making $200,000, like you making decisions for me and you taking all responsibility for my failure. Awesome. I want that job. Mm. And the burden is for the client, right? And it's like, hey, Alex, help us. We want team to be responsible. Yeah, they can be, but you need to and, change. And there's also a lot of disruption caused by that. Yeah. In that someone, someone uh, uh, generally, I like to see how they um, address uh issues you know mistakes perhaps in the workplace yeah. you know where someone's done something wrong and it need you know you need to address it with someone so hey look, this hey, why you didn't call me why we didn't talk yeah to yeah why did you do that and yeah. the tone is all like your tours accusatory yeah. you know you know better now i, I trained you on that mm. and um there's this whole thing about what training is right <laughs> um, my, one of my clients believes that if they've shown you once how to do something you were trained awesome. right and uh, I said, really? That's not how the that's not how our mind works. Oh yes, it is. It's what it works for me. I said, yeah, probably not. I'd yeah. call that a barefaced lie. I think that's what you want it to be. Yeah. Right. But that's not how the mind works. Or you know, they get very upset. And and so what's happening is you're causing a disruption and you're you're taking away the confidence of your team because every time they do something that doesn't meet with your expectation, they get their bones rattled. Yeah. Right. A terrible experience, right? No, no one needs that. Yeah. Like, when is that ever okay, right? It's not. And um, so, in the absence of not knowing any better, what do most of us do? Nothing, right? And 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 so, the stress that some people, some leaders, give themselves in the inability to let go, yeah, completely their own doing, right? You're 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 telling your team on one hand. Um, uh, call me if you don't know how to do something. But if they don't, they don't want to call you because they get they get yelled at and get treated like trash. And yeah. I don't enjoy that experience. So yeah. yeah, you know, and and that's something there. Like yeah. when when you think about great leaders, like look, they are absolutely great, and and they are super intellectually high, like high IQ, really really high intelligence, right? Like I can see it, and I absolutely respect that. But there is this uh, don't want to see part. I don't want to see that. I don't want to look at myself. And I think 
let's be honest, I didn't want to look at myself as well. I, I've been there. Like it's, it's nothing that I can say like, oh, it's your fault. You didn't look at yourself, but I was the same. Probably you were the same. Everybody was the same. We, we, we look at ourselves last sometimes, even though we know we should look at ourselves, we don't do it deeply. And what happens, I think in general, people are great leaders and I, I know they have visions and they are awesome, but I think the magic happens afterwards when you really can lead your team the one way. Mm. And I think there's not a lot of people that can do it truly, truly right. from the heart that you know that your team will take responsibility, that will be with you, even if you fail and you will be with them, they fail. And in really hard time, they will don't tell you like, you know what, they pay me more, I'm leaving. You know, like those kind of leaders that, that really take people with them. You know, even like I had I had people starting with me because I had vision and, and we started work and people were like, no, I don't want to be paid. Let's first do it. I said, no, 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 I want to pay you. But just that feeling that someone wants to join yeah. and just wants yeah. to join you because of you and because of your character, personality, trust, connection. It's right. not because of just that vision. It's because you have impact on people. And I think that word, that impact and leading people from heart or authentically, or that four-dimensional you mentioned, you know, like from mm. all four dimension, that dimensions, that's the, I think that's what is coming or what is here now. Mm. It's not enough to be smart. Yeah. It's Leadership is not about being smart because you don't need to do any more the technical part of the work. It's not. It's not only about being smart. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's not only about that. Yeah, definitely, it's not only intellectual part. It's definitely emotional. It's definitely connections. It's definitely physical. It's energetical, and and that's what we do, right? Like in in the program, when you think about that, what is more important to give people experience to understand how they are connecting, mm. what the feelings. We can feel each other. We can experience each other. We totally forgot there is the experience of life. Absolutely. It's... <sighs> <laughs> okay. Well, this was nice. It is good. Yeah. I'm enjoying this very it's... much so. What's next? What do you think um, about... Like we have, we now have those leaders and people and business owners and people that are really highly driven, you know, they, they achieve something and we are hearing, like, I, I lost my mojo. I, I don't know what to do next. I, I'm not fulfilled. I just really want something different, but I don't know how to do it. I know I can live my life a different way, but like, what is first step? What is the thing that I need to do? Like, what do you think? Like when you, when you have those people, of course, our clients on the sessions is different because they already get the, you know, the whole I guess, process to integrate the change and having experience, but what do you will suggest for people like that? Just kind of look at yourself or go and take a mirror. Look, to trigger change, um, the coaching elements is say three things required to trigger transformation. One is awareness. Right. <laughs> two, yeah. two is to acknowledge and three is to accept and, and, and do something with that. So um, in coaching, I, I get how you and I and, and, and coaches have got, you know, this, you know, tens of thousands of hours experience dealing with, with, with people collectively. We see uh, sometimes the journey the client needs to take. But we can't be, um, I, I can't be telling a client, this is what you need to do. He needs to get to that space by himself. Exactly. I love Herself. that. 
right? And so there are, there are I believe, ways in which we can help uh, clients understand or people just in general, the world, to see uh, that there is a prevalent uh, issue in, in leadership right now. And this is what it looks like. Without a, and this is what it should look like, because the second we should something, we shame people. Right? No, that's not what we do, right? Mm. But, I, but I think that there's, there's uh, places to take our clients mentally and emotionally where they begin to understand and become aware that the gap has been there this whole time because it has. Yeah. Right? Because we're, you, know, you run away from something, it's, it's been there a while. Yeah, right? absolutely, yeah. Right. So I think that's the first thing, and that's uh, that's what programs and courses and, and that that that's why experiences are developed to, to, to make this. I don't want to give away too much right now. Am I giving away too much right now? <laughs> yeah, right. you're you're good. It's not too much, but yes, it, it's experience. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So so first things first. Here's where most of your clients or my clients are. Um, I'm really successful. And I'm proud of being successful and I feel really crap and I don't know why. And I don't like talking about it because it makes me feel weak and it makes me feel awful. And so I'd rather ignore it, but it's now becoming to a spot where I can't quite ignore it anymore. Mm. Right. Imagine that's, living that. That's right? the part I will just add because that's, uh, I, I always laugh because I have a fantastic, lovely client and I love him so much. And he's so honest now. He, he was really stressed, right? Like he came to the group because Viran is also group coaching, but it was so funny how he was like, I was like, how are you feeling? Because he's very, he was so disconnected from emotions and he was in anger, frustration. I was really all shattered, couldn't focus, you know, couldn't finish the work and, and was hiding because when he would, he got overwhelmed. He was like, no, I just, you know, I, I'm not finishing anything. And he just go escape somewhere, you know, to watch TV or something, just doing something totally not productive. And he was, he was like, I feel so vulnerable that I have t-shirt next to me because I'm sweating. I can change. <laughs> oh wow! It was so hard for him, but but he came to like to the group because we are like family, right? Like everyone is really at their, their own journey, right? Like they experience their own journey, and it's so beautiful when people get so honest and so open. And just, yeah. I have another t-shirt because I know I'm sweating. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna sweat <laughs> through this. It's so one. so uncomfortable, and and I love that because we are we are going to be uncomfortable because yeah. it's new and it's not not comfortable because intellect is comfortable mm. data go go to computer you know what will what you will get you know it's it's comfortable it's uh, we can have expe expectations and we know what will happen you know because it's data driven but being vulnerable being more in that feminine energy and you know being open and, and start to connect to your feelings is like wow what's that i have feelings wow okay didn't know about yeah. this and yeah. i think that's that's that beautiful space I like that you just talk about that. It's it's, it's great. Uh, that's why I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> so next time I have group sessions, I should be giving away t-shirts, you reckon? <laughs> I think that will be our next one. We will just send everyone t-shirts. Get through this session with us. Come on. Yeah, but I totally get, get it. On own, right? Honestly, but I, I totally get it because when you're going through transformational experience itself, 
like it's not only client but me as a coach and you probably as a coach you know i sweat because it's it's a lot of exchange of energy and if you don't have yeah yeah. if you don't have that it's not experience if you have just you know a presentation (laughs) you share the slides and you have something that you need to teach people it's not going to be experience and i think that's why we all sweat that's great actually I, end of the I, I gotta say I remember when <laughs> I decided that things like slides interfered with with what you wanted to talk about and that there were better ways and you know I started to learn that that whole skill and I had a presentation to do for a for a very a very day-driven environment right yep. very very nice. facts and figures and yeah. Anything in its place, it's placed in a thing. And and um, um, I think if you look at early photographs of my work over time, you'll see there's been a bit of a change. You know, of, um, uh, you know the the short hair, the suit, the tie, um, very much a, a a corporate delivery. And I and I I reveled in that, loved it, right? But I was also hiding it. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's because it's not. It's, right, it was. It was beautiful. Yeah, I could go be a corporate headcase to other corporate headcases, and <laughs> teach some stuff, yeah. and and get paid for it. Salute, and everyone would think you're a hero, right? Oh, that was so good. It's so informative, and I now know more, and I can be better, and blah blah blah. But I don't know if I help transform people, and that's what I'm here to do. That's that is the mission, right? Yeah. Make no mistake. I'm very clear on my purpose. Right? I love that. <laughs> and so I needed to go away and. Well, who are you really? You know, are you are you corporate, you know, you corporate guy, and it's like, no, not really. I'm happier, um, happier sitting on a beach, maybe trying to have a surf gang on a surfboard these days. A little harder than it used to be, but you know, like, you know, I'm I'm more at peace with who I am as a person and what I want to deliver. And, and there was a moment where, uh, you know, love love beads, chains, no tie. No, no jacket, hair, and and I went and delivered, and um, I think I may have told you about this. It was a few years back, and and it was uh, just when all this was my transformation was underway, and um, uh, I left that that training went totally off the script, right, totally, because I stepped out of being a trainer into being a facilitator, right, really committed to what the room needed and wanted. Yeah, and whilst the people signing the checks wanted me to make sure I gave them what they um, needed, I also make what they wanted. I also make sure they got what they needed. Should I say right? Yeah, and um, that was a landmark event for all of us because I had enough courage to understand that I was in pain as an operator delivering transformation because I had been delivering good stuff, but it wasn't transformational. Yeah. And I had the courage to step into being transformational and I probably needed that spare shirt you were talking about, right? <laughs> and wow. Yes. And that was scary. Now, I tell the story not to impress you, but to press upon you that it doesn't matter what walk of life you're in, right? Leaders, people who are pursuing success, even even people who are, uh, I'll put it to you this way, there's as many people, this this is kind of maybe not, this is a sidebar, if if you will, 
but there is as many people pursuing success uh, who may not be successful yet, right, in this realm, in this um, gap-riddled environment that they're not even aware of, mm. right? So I'm trying to be present for those people too. Maybe in the work that we do, it might hail a few people down in their journey to say, let's just take a look at this. This looks interesting. Yeah. Because, um, you know, there's this whole thing about dealing with people who've arrived at a level of success. They're very hard-boiled in what they believe, right? And it's only pain that drives them away from that, that opens them up to, God, is there something else? I'm, I'm in so much turmoil there's... and pain, right? And sometimes I think, you know, it would just be nice to be available for people on the road to that place before they get there. Yeah. But you, you know what we're like as humans. It's not until yeah, something, something that... like that. It's the jump, yeah. It's, yeah. It's but just, I think there's a way to live the, this awareness. Yeah. For sure. It's I love what you said, because that's really important. And that was probably my biggest insight from the like coaching journey in general. Because I started coaching for American company like 12 years ago. Uh I, I was there as a coach. And when I came to Australia, I was like, what is coaching? I want to study that. Like it's different, right? And I started yeah, yeah. To that actually what I was doing there, like actually now to have a little bit of data and, and intellect, right? Like about that or knowledge. And I was I was doing that from that space, like all presentations, exactly what you said, right? Like I was prepared, I had the structure, agenda, I know what I'm going to present. And there is that massive disconnection, or let's say disconnection, doesn't need to be massive, but there is disconnection because you rely on your comfort, on your intellect, and you you so driven by that or led by that intellect through that all conversation mm. even though you connect a little bit but it's not on deeper level it's all shallow and i had this one conversation when i was presenting for actually almost all men it was probably 45 men and maybe two women or three women in the room and i was like i don't want to do it that way anymore i, I don't feel good about it like I, I prepare myself still you know i know but i know now what i'm talking about i don't need to go and prepare myself about the yes. same topic million times because I know I, I feel it. I believe in that I experienced that. But it was so interesting how I was so scared because it was such a discomfort or uncomfortable place, you know, to be that you're going so well and you're like standing in front of people thinking, I can't do my presentation presentation as usual. I can't do it anymore. I'm standing there and I'm looking around and <laughs> I'm just, wow, this is really scary. Like this will be judgment <laughs> all guys you know nobody's open mm -hmm. probably no emotions it's you know expecting me to be corporate presenter presenter right and i was like okay shake it up and i was like what will help you the most today let's just find out what 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 you would like to know what you would like to change in your life and we started totally different conversation after one hour of speaking that i was supposed to have we stayed at two hours it was absolutely amazing conversation i yeah. was in the room crying and everybody was clapping cool. and standing and it was like the owner of the company was what just happened Alex and I said that's it that's what's supposed to happen if you are a facilitator coach or presenter that that's mm. what that's supposed to happen that yeah. connection that you have goosebumps that you have you have cried yeah. you are so connected yeah. and you have you are in in pure love because everyone who is talking you're you're loving them and you're looking at them like this pure energy that just wants to know something. And and the love was like, there was spread through the room. Like it was everywhere. 
there was no judgment. I was amazing. Like there was 19 years old and 60 years old man sharing personal stuff. And it was absolutely amazing, the, the love and the connection, connection. And it actually didn't matter what I was presenting. It was all about the conversation at the end anyway. It was so beautiful. And I think that's what when you say for people, you know, they're on that journey and, and they're still in that intellectual part. There is actually the state beyond. There is, to me, there is state beyond everything, beyond intellect, we can call it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm totally in that space. Totally. Okay. Okay, let's uh, let's wrap up. Let's let's open up this conversation again very soon because yeah. I I really love where we're going. I love the the deeper stuff. We can maybe go even deeper, and uh, I would probably just say I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the project ahead. I don't yeah, say a lot. <laughs> it's it's exactly. going to happen very very soon and. Yeah, I just, I really, really, I can see it. I can see how people can experience that introduction to transformation, right? Like that, that, that first step in actually what it is that they're talking about. What is that feeling? What is that energy level that I need to operate from? Where I need to be as a human being? And I think that that space, if we can, if we can, uh, launch it like we plan in february will be absolutely amazing and i'm really really looking forward to that thank you so much for listening and thank you very much vk for your time really appreciate it and really appreciate you guys you are still here it's one hour 20 minutes it was quite long and i'm really really grateful that you stick with us till now and uh, and of course if you have any insights or aha moments or something that came up during our conversation please share that with us send us message or comments on the podcast episode. I'm looking forward to seeing you and hearing from you.